The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Natural healing is an evolving field with new discoveries coming forward every day. Join us to find out more about the products and methods that will work for you. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, a program with honest information and straightforward talk that will help you take control of your health. Now, here's your host, Howard Strauss. Welcome aboard, everybody. This is Howard Strauss, uh, your host for a uh, the power of natural healing, uh, and uh, today, uh, today we have a formidable guest. This is a, a wonderful woman, uh, and a tr- a, a, an excellent friend. And I'll tell you, if you want to have a friend, you want to have one that fights like a tiger if she uh, if she has to. And this one is a she is a tiger. Uh, Joyce Riley, who many of you may have heard of, many of you may have heard of, you should have. Um, is uh, an RN, and uh, um, she has her Bachelor of Science in Nursing uh, from the University of Kansas. Uh, and uh, she she was a top-flight nurse, uh, is a top-flight nurse. Uh, her nursing career includes clinical positions at, uh, of staff nurse, patient care systems analyst, utilization review, nursing instructor, director of nursing of an Acute care hospital, long-term care care facility, and a home care agency. She's uh, her areas of specialty are nursing administration, medical surgical nursing, nursing, and organ transplanting. She has presented at the National Institutes of Health, medical legal conferences, and so forth. Now, you may say, "Well, gosh, you know, this sounds like uh, this sounds like someone who is deeply embedded with a conventional." A medical uh, paradigm. Uh, why would you be having her on? Well, Joyce is an, a highly unusual person. While serving, uh, while she was serving uh, as a uh, captain in the United States Air Force, uh, she flew C-130 missions uh, going back and forth to uh, Iraq in support of Operation Desert Storm, bringing back uh, wounded uh, veterans. And um, many of them had what is now called uh, Gulf War Syndrome. Uh, and she wa- she kept asking her superiors, what was that all about? And they kept telling her, it's nothing, it's all in their head, ignore it. Which she did uh, until she and her fellow nurses who were serving that way also got it. Now that... Now, she had the chops and the knowledge of how to find out what was causing that because nobody else seemed to know. And, uh, and it radicalized her and she became the voice, um, of uh, Gulf War Syndrome in the United States. She's the one that brought it to the attention of the American people, to Congress. The Pentagon wanted her dead. <laughs> Um, but she's she's a voice in the wilderness uh, for those 300,000 sufferers 
Um, this is an extraordinary woman. This is a woman you want to have on your side forever. Uh, Joyce, welcome. Welcome to our program. It's an honor to have you. My goodness, I am in awe. Thank you so very much. That is uh, far too kind of you and the things that you've said. You know, let me just say that the Pentagon wanted me dead, and let me tell you, they're not that bad a shot. So if they still want something, they can always do it. Let me tell you that. Well, that's that's true, but I'll tell you to 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 be on the other side, to be in opposition uh, to a to a group that ha- that has uh, 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 that has bombers and uh, nuclear weapons and submarines and battleships at their disposal uh, is uh, that's a gutsy thing to do, and uh, my hats off to you. Well, thank you. Uh, we call it standing on Superman's cape. Yeah, well, you <laughs> and we've all done that. Been there, done that. And uh, your mother's That's about Charlotte, what you do. You, uh, you talk so about tell, tell, know, tell, tell, us a, tell us what happened. Uh, you know, when you were when you were flying uh, the, these wounded veterans back. Well, let me say this: I did not go to Iraq. And part of my story is that I got sick and didn't go to Iraq. Oh, oh, which oh. is why we began to wonder. Wait a minute, why am I sick? All I did was fly missions from Alaska to uh, Terre Haute, Spain and to uh, Guantanamo, uh, Cuba. So why was I sick? And that's when we began to look at the fact that it either had to be from the other veterans or the vaccines that we took. So I did not go to the theater of operations. I just served in support of Operation Desert Storm. But what was happening is that, well, the nurses were getting sick, and we were saying, wait a minute, why are we all sick? You know, nobody feels like going to the meetings, because I was a reservist at the time after we finished our uh, flights. And uh, and lots of us were getting ill. And they said, oh, there's nobody sick. You're not sick. They're not sick. Nobody's sick. Everybody's fine. We could see all these people getting sick around us. And, <laughs> and they, you were sick yourself. Exactly. And then And it's not like a, 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 a holy doctor telling an ignorant, uh, you know, an ignorant grunt, you're sick. You're not sick. It's all in your head. Go home and go home and uh, deal with it. Bingo. Because- you know, I couldn't walk. And I said, wait a second. I said, I was fine. When I was a heart, lung, liver, kidney transplant nurse before this, I was fine. Then I go and fly six months around the, the world and, and play mash in the air, and now I can't walk. Excuse me. There's something wrong here. So that's when I began to get really in their face and and they denied everything, and so I had to quit the military because I was in the hospital then. I went in the hospital. And, now, I flew the missions in 1991, of course, from July to December of 91. Or, wait a minute, January to July of 91. And then by December, I couldn't function any longer. I was in the hospital at St. Luke's Episcopal Hospital with this disease that they said looks like MS but isn't quite like it or isn't quite. So my diagnosis was MS but not quite. Oh my gosh. And That's they serious. had me literally scheduled for a neurosurgery, um, in which I, the morning of the neurosurgery, I said, wait a minute, let's reconsider this whole deal here. First of all, you don't know what's wrong. You want to go in and find out. And I'm not exactly wanting, wanting you to experiment upon me to find out what's going on here. So let's not do this little neurosurgical procedure you've got planned today. So eventually, Though it, it it became very debilitating to me, they did start me on an IV with some steroids at that point, and I was able to get some symptomatic relief. And I got out of the hospital, went home, and tried to function. And as I was trying to function, I mean, it was just horrible. The pain was unbelievable. I don't talk about this much because at the time, 
I didn't want other veterans to come forward and talk about the one symptom that we're all aware of that we had if we had this neurological problem. And we call it the white knife syndrome. It is literally, Howard, I mean, you've probably never heard me talk about this, but it is as if somebody took a knife, put it in the base of your neck, and dragged that knife all the way down to your heel and back again, over and over again. Gosh. It was the most unbelievable. I thought I, I was, I thought I had a demon. I thought I was possessed. I mean, whenever this would start, now the first time it started, and it was really your, your, um, neurological system run amok, run amok, is it, it would last about one to three seconds. Then it went into a minute. And I literally said, if it goes past, you know, this last time that I had it, I said, if that comes again, I don't want to live anymore. I mean, it was that bad. And we don't talk about it much because this white knife syndrome is a demyelinating neurological disorder that affects a lot of people. And so I never went on the air and talked about it back in 95 and 96 when I was doing these radio shows because I didn't want anybody to say, well, they're just imitating what Joyce Riley said. So I have had a lot of people call me, though, and they say, you're going to think I'm crazy. But I had this, like, white knife, this hot knife in my back syndrome. So we knew then that there was a lot of people that had this. Now, why we have it, I don't know. I can't answer that. Answer that. It was either from the vaccines or exposure to the other vets because that's all we had. We didn't go in the oil well fires. So we were, it's beautiful because thank you, Yahweh. We were able to, to separate the, uh, all of the other things, you know, the biologicals, chemicals, oil well fires and say it wasn't that. So something else happened. That's or, what led or, me or, to the... Or the poison gas. Pardon? Or the poison gas that both sides were right. using. So we didn't have that either. But I started having... The, I started going on the air and talking about this debilitation that we were having <clears throat> and saying that we were sick. Because when I went to the VA, you know, I was back in the world of, you know, regular medicine then, thinking that anybody with a longer white lab coat than mine was a lot smarter than I was. And thinking that, you know, a VA was the best place to go. And the VA said, well, we can't see you. And I said, excuse me? I mean, veteran? I, VA? They said, no, you were like one month short of serving active duty time. You can't go to the VA. I said, wait a minute. What is this gotcha game? And it seemed like there was always some reason why you couldn't be qualified to go to the VA. Now they say, you know, that you have two chances to serve your country. Um, you know, to die for your country, once on the battlefield and once at the VA. And, and I mean, that's not that far from being true from what a lot of people have experienced. So I wasn't seen at the VA, so I had to go back to regular medicine, and they thought I was crazy because I kept falling down, and I would scream with this pain that just wouldn't go away for about three minutes, and then I'd be okay. And they said, man, you have really got it bad. Well, I had to find out something that would work for me. And being steeped in medicine, I was a certified chemotherapy nurse, heart, lung, liver, kidney transplant nurse. I mean, I was in the belly of the beast. I had also done electroshock, if you can imagine that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the only thing that would save these people's lives. Oh, my gosh. They said. So, you know, I was forced to have to go out and find out what else was out there. And at the time, I didn't know there was anything else. I had never heard of alternative medicine. Now, I had heard of weirdos that used herbs and spices and supplements and diet. Those were the weirdos, but they were just because, you know, they didn't know any better. 
And so when I decided I was desperate enough, I was in pain enough, I had to go find something. And that's what led me to this, quote-unquote, alternative medicine world, that these people turned out to be the smartest, brightest, on-the-track people that I could have imagined. That must have been quite a shock. Uh, Joyce, uh, we have a, a break coming up in about three minutes, um, and, um, and, and I'd like to talk about, uh, right after, right after the break, um, I'd like to definitely get back, uh, on this, um, to the, to the commonality that, uh, Gulf War, uh, Gulf War veterans have, and also the numbers of how many there are, and how many of them also had the same feeling you had of, if I can't get this stopped, I've got to commit suicide. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. There's the numbers are staggering, and the government is just denying, denying, denying. Well, and then uh, we've got Gulf War II to be concerned about, also. But this movement into alternative medicine, I was unlike anyone else because most of the people were trapped, and they didn't know anything else or didn't expose themselves to anything else. And I found this thing called SEACT, and I found something called ozone. And when I learned be... about ozone therapy and ESIAC and tried those, I started to get relief. And I said, wait a minute here. If we I'm gotta, doing we gotta, with the we crazy take a, doing... Joyce, we've got to take a break. Okay. We're going to talk more about that at the on the other side of the break. This is a fascinating, fascinating story and one that's so relevant to so, so many people in our country, veterans, people who have sacrificed and, and, and served our military. Um, ladies and gentlemen, come back after the break. Joyce with Joyce Riley. I'm Howard Strauss. This is the power of natural healing. Uh, and uh, this is a fascinating, fascinating story, uh, frightening story, actually, about our government. Um, uh, so uh, stay with us. Uh, sponsored by uh, Gerson Health Media, gersonmedia.com. Um, and uh, we'll be back right after the break. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back. This is Howard Strauss. Uh, we have today uh, a fascinating, uh, fascinating guest, uh, a, a woman who will fight like a tiger, uh, a great, great friend to have, uh, Joyce Riley, who brought to the attention of the American people, to Congress uh, and, to the, uh, and to the media, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the disease now called Gulf War Syndrome. <clears throat> and uh, she was, she was a, a nurse. Uh, captain in the Air Force, and um, and they kept telling her it had nothing to do with anything except uh, there there was all in their minds until she got it herself. And her description of of these of these symptoms are just horrendous, horrendous. Um, we're going to talk about what what she found out about it. Um, Joyce, uh, can you give us some idea <clears throat> of how many people? Um, that you know have suffered from uh, Gulf War syndrome? Well, if we talk in terms of the first Gulf War, oh, and by the way, let me just add, you know, I'm not tenacious any way, shape, or form like your mother, Charlotte Gerson. I mean, now we're talking somebody to identify with is your mother. And if I had (laughs) known her then, man, I would have felt like I had somebody in my corner. But at the time, I didn't know of anyone who had stood up and was standing on Superman's cape like this. (laughs) <laughs> but kudos to her because we know what it takes to keep doing that every single day of your life, and to you also. But the Gulf War One problem was huge, but it's not even as bad as the Gulf War Two problem. Out of the five hundred, out of the six hundred ninety-eight thousand Gulf War veterans from Gulf War One, we figure that about five hundred thousand of them have either become ill or have died as a result of Gulf War illness. 500,000 out of 698,000. Now, let me just put it in perspective for you when I say that 146 died during the first Gulf War. 146. Of enemy action. Well, no. In fact, half of them were friendly fire. We killed our own men. Half of them. So only about 70... But you're saying 146 in combat. Correct. Correct. In combat. You're right. And half of them were friendly fire. So we only had 70-some people die in the war with all the tanks and missiles and guns and bugs that they could throw at them. That's all we lost. Then why do we have over a half a million of them now on the government rolls and and receiving compensation or having been denied compensation for the Gulf War illness? And and not only that, but but if, with the symptoms you described, you as a nurse, as a as a senior nurse, as a as a well educated senior medical person, you had the wherewithal to to deal with it and to find out what the heck was going on. Imagine the average high school graduate um, uh, who's who's the grunt in the in the trenches. Uh, who's going home with this stuff and and suffering these symptoms and every you know all the all the pundits all the uh, authorities are telling him oh it's all in your head I mean the, uh, these people as desperate as you were these people must be ten times as desperate they were and, they were and, 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 and they are and they are committing suicide oh 
in huge numbers. And that's okay. why... What, what do you know about the numbers, Joyce? Well, let me first say that if we're talking about half a million people sick for, from the first Gulf War, then they affected their spouses and their children. So take that number and double it or triple it or quadruple it with the people that they're in close contact with or sexual partners or whatever, and now you've got probably 2 million people affected directly or indirectly by this. Well, it, to me, I felt like there is no advocate out there because I could see these guys going to the VA, going to the DOD, saying, I'm sick, I'm sick, I've got this rash, look at this, my heart is beating at 48 beats a minute or at uh, 300 beats a minute. Literally, oh. some of them had AFib so bad, they were up in the 200s and 300s. Well, not 300, but around the, the top of the 200 limit. And these people were very, very ill. And I watched them going into the VA and then walking out again and them saying, there's nothing we can do for you. It must be in your head. Let me give you an example. Well, yeah, before that, it's, it's my understanding that the VA hospitals are only allowing three uh, Gulf War Syndrome uh, people into, in, into any one hospital because they know very well that if they, if they open their doors to Gulf War Syndrome sufferers, they would be overwhelmed. That's right. And you see, part of that that they did is, I, uh, this is why when I was living in Houston, I went to the Houston VA, and I said, how many Gulf War veterans? And they said, oh, you know, they just trickle in and out of here. We don't have very many. I said, how many? They said, um, three, four, uh, the max is all we've had. And I said, and then somebody came up to me. Somebody who was on the QT told me, look, the reason they have that is they have a quota of only three Gulf War veterans at a time can be in this hospital. Otherwise, it will look like there's a Gulf War illness. Yep. So they would do three at a time, four at a time, depending on the facility, and then told everybody, hey, we don't even have any. I mean, the whole hospital, we've only got three. Big deal. So it, all of this has been manipulated. Now, the example I was going to give you was a man who was uh, a senior enlisted man, probably been in the military 17 years, ready to retire at 20, and he kept getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And he finally couldn't walk. He was like me, had the demodulating effect. He couldn't walk, and so he was in a wheelchair. And his wife said, finally, I am going to the VA. I'm going to have him in the wheelchair. I'm going to say to them, see my husband? He can't even walk. Now, what are you going to do for him? This is honest story. He went into the hospital. They said to his wife, in front of his children, who were all there together, because she wanted her children to witness this, he said, the doctor said, I need to tell you something. We did a test for your husband, and we believe that your husband is gay. And that's the reason that oh he is Oh, my God. And in front of the children, she was so mad at him, she literally grabbed his white coat, hit the lapel. She said, how dare you say that to my children in front of my husband? You know that's not true. And he said, well, we think that he has a tendency to want to be gay. and that's Oh, my God. Yes. We think yes. he may have a tendency to want to be gay? Yes. So he was so upset, he called me after that meeting. Now, they had called me and told me they were going to the VA, and I've been following these people and working with them. Then he called me afterwards, and he said, I will never go back there again. He said, you want to know why people go ballistic? You want to know? He says, it takes every." Thing you have not to go after these people from what they're trying to do to you. And that's not the only story. I had a veteran just the other day from Gulf War II 
who obviously has a kidney and renal failure problems due to the depleted uranium. Because Gulf War One and Gulf War Two, we're talking about now millions and millions of veterans, plus the ones that, of course, already committed suicide. And their this, families. Yes. And this guy was the VA in Tennessee. And he went to the doctor and he said, I am only urinating once a day or once every other day. That's what he said. I'm only urinating once every other day. They told him, that's normal. Don't worry about it at all. This kid happened to be a nurse. And uh, this kid, this man, 28 years old. And what they didn't know was that his buddy that he had taken with him was a congressman's aide. And the congressman's aide stood there and listened to all of this. And then he went with them to another appointment to show you how the VA treats these people. Went to another appointment, and he got up there to the window at 4 o'clock because they closed at 5. He got there for his 4 o'clock appointment. They pulled down the window in front of him and said, we're closed. And he said, wait a minute, I just drove three hours to get here for my 4 o'clock appointment. They said, well, we're closing early today. We've decided for whatever reason we're closing early. He said, I just drove three hours. Now i got to drive back with three kids and my wife because the wife had to drive him because he was so sick. The congressman's aide was there. And listen to this. The congressman's aide said, excuse me, I'm from Congressman so-and-so's office, and I think you need to see him. And they slammed down the window and said, we, I don't care who you are, we're not going to see him today. Mm-hmm. Now, does that give you an idea why these veterans are being um, checked for depression or anger or whatever? It's criminal, absolutely criminal. So not only is the creating of the illness criminal, but it's the treatment, the fraud, the, the negligence in treating these people. Now, the Army, the Army uh, has consistently claimed that, <clears throat> that there was no squalene in any of the uh, vaccines that the soldiers were getting. Uh, because squalene is a very powerful neurotoxin that would cause many of these symptoms. And the Army says, well, there was no squalene in those in vaccines. And yet, as I understand, that every single uh, Gulf War syndrome sufferer that I have heard of uh, that has been tested uh, has shown signs of squalene uh, in, the, in their bodies. Um, can you elaborate on that for just a moment? We have a, we have a break coming up. Uh, but is that is that anything that you know about? Okay, I cannot say every person. I can say that many of them have tested positive, and I don't remember what the percentage is. There is a book called Vaccine A that they have tried very hard to get off the market, and that book explains it all, has all the science behind it, and exposes what the Pentagon did. See, there was a whole bunch of experimental vaccines, and that was just one of them that contained the squalene. It's it's phenomenal how much fraud and uh, negligence was involved in this that have literally killed these people. But Vaccine A is a really excellent book that anybody who's interested in this ought to get. Well, I, you know, I, if if um, if Joyce Riley says to read this book, ladies and gentlemen, you want to read this book because uh, you know Joyce is she is the authority on uh on, on gulf war syndrome in, in 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 this country and the advocate literally almost the only advocate for um for hundreds of thousands now even millions uh, of people with this debilitating and excruciating um uh, disease um 
<clears throat> we have to take a break uh, now, Joyce. Um, uh, we'll be back on the other side of the break, and uh, you know, we'll talk about some other things that uh, that you'd like to talk about. Um, meanwhile, um, this is uh, Howard Strauss. Uh, this is the power of uh, natural healing. And uh, we're talking with Joyce Riley today. Joyce Riley, um, uh, uh, heart transplant nurse, kidney transplant nurse, NIH lecturer, uh, senior uh, senior nurse and uh, Army uh, um, Air Force officer, uh, and was radicalized by getting uh, Gulf War syndrome herself. So join us on the other side of this uh, uh, of this break, and we'll hear more from Joyce Riley. Um, Phenomenal, phenomenal lady. Brought to you by, um, brought to you by Gerson Health Media. Uh, GersonMedia.com. We'll see you on the other side of the break. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back. This is Howard Strauss, your host uh, for The Power of Natural Healing. Um, I have <clears throat> I have with me um, uh, on my show an absolutely phenomenal woman um, who uh, who I, I absolutely treasure uh, her friendship. Um, this is this is a woman you want on your side, um, and and uh, it's it's J- Joyce Riley who found um, who, who brought the uh, Gulf War syndrome 
to the attention of the American people. This is a, a disease that the uh, that the Pentagon keeps denying exists, but that affects a couple of million uh, uh, Gulf War veterans and their families, and the, and and they're treated like absolute dirt when they when they have this. They're treated, they're thrown under the bus. This is from a government that has exhorted us to support our troops when it's convenient for the government. <clears throat> but when it comes to the government supporting our troops, absolutely not. Uh, Joyce, you were saying something about stuff that goes on beyond, behind the scenes that if people knew about, they'd, they'd probably take to the streets. Well, thank you, Howard, and thank you for the kind words. And I value your friendship and Charlotte's friendship and just treasure you guys just as very as much, and I thank you very much for that. Let me just say that uh, there is an experimental vaccine group within the military. It's called the Tri-Service Vaccine Task Force, and they create vaccines to meet problems that we don't even have. For instance, the United States never had something called um, uh, West Nile virus ever before until the Gulf War. Now, the Tri-Service Vaccine Task Force was wanting, and I found the, the uh, classified documents, that they wanted to have a, um, a uh, experimental vaccine for West Nile virus. Then I found in the documents 103-700, or 103-900, which has been taken off the government printing office list, by the way, that said that we sold and transferred uh, West Nile virus to Iraq just before the Gulf War. Now, why would we sell drums of West Nile virus well, what, to what, Iraq? What, wait, wait, the virus? Yes, yes. It was not attenuated, it was not weakened, and it was capable of reproduction, which means oh, that it is not heaven. for experimental use. I mean, it is not for uh, uh, research purposes. Oh, so the my. United States oh. sold, and I could show you in, in this uh, hearing, it's 103-900, <laughs> the United States dual-use exports to Iraq and their impact on the health of the Persian Gulf War veterans. They took it off the market because in it, it shows the transfer of biologicals and chemicals, not only Tabin, Sarin, Soman, and VX gas, but it shows West Nile virus. Several batches of anthrax sold to Iraq just prior to the Gulf War. The United so, States... So basically what we were accusing them of, we were the ones that were doing it. Bingo. You're absolutely right. I have the batch numbers, I have the dates, and I have the items where they were transferred to. Let me give an example. Bacillus subtilis, uh, Clostridium perfringens, which is, of course, gas gangrene. Um, highly toxic uh, gas gangrene. Oh. Uh, we sold Clostridium tetani, tetanus. Brucella abortus. We sold uh, Krebsiella pneumonia. There must have been 80, I think I've got about 80 different batches of cloned items and regular items. Bacillus anthrax sold by the American Type Culture Collection. If you want to see this company, go to atcc.org. atcc.org in Rockville, Maryland sold batches and batches through the U.S. government to Iraq just prior to the Gulf War. So they unleashed all this stuff on our troops, and then the United States decided to try and figure out how to take care of it with all the vaccines, the drugs, and whatever else they had to fight against it. But they never admitted that it was done until I got these documents. They also sent our troops in with gas masks and with uh, mop suits, mission-oriented protective posture uh, mop suits, which are the chemical suits, that were totally, totally uh, ineffective. 
They had holes, they had leaks, they had tears. They were absolutely uh, ineffective. But our troops, unfortunately, were uh, sent in there with those 900,000 of those suits that were made by a company called Isratex in uh, Raynell, West Virginia. And later the people left the country, fled the country, when we found out that these were not working. So the bottom line to all of this is it's fraud, it's corruption, it is waiting for an army to die. That's what happens. In Gulf War II, and I'll just touch on that briefly to tell you, these troops over there right now are being affected by the burn pits at Blood, where they throw in tanks, they throw in cars, they throw in uh, uh, limbs after they're amputated, they throw in computers. Everything burns in these burn pits, and they make the men live next door to them, and then they come back sick as a dog with, you know, no lung function whatsoever, and then they say, well, gee, we just can't figure it out. They must have been exposed to secondhand smoke. Well, a lot of them don't smoke. Some of them do. And they try to make it secondhand smoke for everything. But the bottom line is they want our military to die because compensation for these troops is much more expensive. And the DOD still, 20 years after fact, will not admit to what they did in selling of biologicals and chemicals to Iraq. And I've got the documents. And if anybody doubts that, we've put it up at GulfWarVets.com. The evidence is there. Even the evidence of what happened with uh, Agent Orange, I've got a classified document up there that has been declassified that you can see. If you're an Agent Orange sufferer, check that out. It will change your world to find out what they've known all along. But all of this, though, comes down to the fact that the health establishment and the military and the medical complex are all in bed together. They pass each other off. They protect each other. They keep acting like, gee, we just can't figure this out. We're just so stupid we cannot figure it out. When in reality... If these people had been given what the Gerson Institute offers, if they had been given what people now know to be the answer for life's diseases and problems, you know, we have two problems. We have too much toxicity and not enough nutrients. And we put those two together and people seem to get better regardless of what the diagnosis is. We don't have to deal in diagnoses. We deal in you need to eat right, you need to take care of yourself, and you need to get those toxins out. So, Joyce, Joyce, you came came to uh, the Charlotte Gerson Health Restoration Center. Um, I I treated you to that because I thought that it would be a wonderful demonstration to you about the power of natural healing um, that, that would actually positively affect your, your suffering from the Gulf War Syndrome. Um, you spent one week there, one extraordinary week, yeah. and um, and I saw you at the end of that. I came and visited you at the end of that, and uh, I was I was delighted with what your results were. Can you tell people what those were? I went there having a lot of what we call fog, you know, brain fog, and not feeling very well. Not just general uh, malaise and chronic fatigue, and not feeling well. And I wanted to go there because I'd heard so much about Gerson Institute. I wanted to see if it was real because I like to go and check things out because I don't believe anybody until I see it for myself. And sure enough, when I went there, I met with these people that, you know, they were the after story was so incredible. You know, they have their before story and their after story, and they're walking, talking miracles of something. And I wanted to know what it was. And as I began to meet the people that were there and talk with them, 
and not just you and your mom, who obviously believe in this a thousand percent and walk the walk all the time, but seeing these people who were living miracles. I wanted to go through the program myself for that week, and I was honored that you all asked me to do that, and I was able to stay there for one week, one of the that was the last relaxing week I've had of my life. Uh, in fact, I think, and that was in 2006. And it was just a miraculous time to be able to undergo what is basically, it, it, it's, a, it's a hopped up form of nutrition, if you will. I mean, literally, you're just getting your cells infused with so much nutrition uh, from the drinks and from the food, and then you're having the toxins removed at the same time and you are just, you feel on cloud nine after about three days. And you feel so incredibly good. And, and you, you just, it, it, you have to experience it to be able to understand it. And unfortunately, I don't think there's enough room at the Charlotte Gerson Institute for everybody to go because it would be filled up all the time. It is just the most unbelievable environment. Um, uh, I, I can't even, I don't even know how to explain it because I have nothing else to compare it to. It's like the best. <laughs> but I felt so good. I slept so well, which is, that was the biggest part was being able to sleep, have energy, feel like doing something, and wanting to live like that the rest of your life. And I learned so much that I will never, ever lose ever again because of that, that experience. And I wish everyone could have that opportunity to go there for whatever reason they might want to go there, but just to experience it because it is well, well worth it. And you see these miracles up front and you talk to them and you realize what they were like before and what they're like now, and it's because of the Gerson protocol that they now feel that way. And so I'm just honored to be a graduate of that, and thank you very much because it has totally changed my life. I will never be the same person again. It was it was such a uh, it was such a joy to see how you were responding not just to the uh, not just to the TLC that these people were giving you. I mean, I could I could see you coming from uh, from a place where you know where the entire uh, Pentagon and half the government and the entire medical and military and government establishment wanted you dead. Uh, and uh, and you come into this loving healing environment and you you. I could see you almost relaxed, like oh. on a moment-by-moment basis. Oh, oh, is this is what it's supposed to be like. I have an admission to make that I have a confession I've never made before, though. What's that? I was so addicted to coffee when I went in there that you don't get any coffee there. It, it, you, you get the coffee enemas. You don't get any coffee to drink. I was so addicted. I have to tell you this, Howard. I'm now telling you on air in front of everybody <laughs> that in the third day I was there, I was hurting so bad with a headache from no caffeine that I drank part of my enema bucket. Oh, no! <laughs> I did. I did. Oh, God. <laughs> now, the secret is there is no oh, that shame. Is, that is rich. Uh, that is rich. There is no uh, shame if there's no secret. So I needed gonna, to tell you that. I'm going to share that with Anita, and I'm going to share that with Charlotte. Oh, but you don't know how good I felt after that. You have <laughs> no idea. Then I was okay. But anybody who's undergone having to detox off of caffeine is, knows what I'm talking about with those headaches. So Absolutely. Yes. But but uh, but the, the the upshot. How is you know? Have you kept that in your life? Uh, have you kept the, uh, the the 
some of that li- lifestyle and some of the detox and, and the and the dietary stuff in your life to to keep the to keep the relief. Oh, absolutely. I don't think you can ever go back again to the way you were before. I mean, if you walk back away from that and say, "Nah, that wasn't real. That was just some kind of one week hiatus experience." You you can't because you've learned too much, you've seen too much, you know too much now. I mean, I guess you can go back and just be totally foolish. I guess people can do that. They can do that, and and very, very few people do. Uh, But they suffer for it. They suffer for it. Yes, they do. Um, But now they know what to do. We have a break break coming up. This one's a short break, and then we'll have about about ten more minutes, maybe nine or ten more minutes uh, before the end of the show. Um, If you just hold on to that thought, and uh, we'll talk more about it on the other side of the break. This is the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss, and uh, we're on the phone, we're on the line with uh, Joyce Riley, uh, the, um, the, the 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 wonderful wonderful. By the way, Joyce Riley also is the uh, she has the Power Hour radio program uh, and uh, website and the Gulf War Veterans website. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute too. So uh, on the other side of the break. Uh, we're going to talk about what uh, what Joyce does and uh, how she uh, how she helps thousands, millions of people uh, to improve their lives uh, right after the break. Uh. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. Hey, did you know Voice America has partnered with the KidStar Network to expand their reach through Voice America Kids? Voice America Kids will feature talk radio for kids, by kids, along with special event programming and live broadcasts. Each program is conveniently archived for on-demand listening at any time. Please check our archives for the latest events and happenings on voiceamericakids.com. Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Howard Strauss, The Power of Natural Healing, and we're talking with Joyce Riley today. Um, and we've we've had some phenomenal stories and some frightening stories, and and even one hilarious one. Um, but but you know what, Joyce? Uh, it, it, you know every every patient, every Gerson patient who uh, has gone through this phenomenal detoxification process and this phenomenal healing process will have some kind of really really strange and funny story to tell. 
Um, I think I was just sharing with you uh, that that uh, I've done coffee enemas in some really bizarre places, including the Atlanta airport at midnight, and um, and and in the in the median strip uh, of a highway in um, uh, Solvang, California. So <laughs> just uh, you know, just just I've, I've, you need it, you need it. Well, um, I but, just wanted but, to say, if people have never seen the videos that you all have done, including uh, "It's a Beautiful Life" or the uh, the, beautiful no, the beautiful life, truth. the beautiful truth, the beautiful truth, oh, the beautiful truth. If they haven't seen your other two videos or gotten the books, and you have any questions about it, please do so. You are not going to believe how those videos will impact your life because the videos. And, and I don't have the names in front of me right now, but the videos are just as powerful as going out and meeting the people. When you get to meet the people, yeah, it's even more, you know, it's quite an experience, 3D experience. But in those videos, you can see what Gerson's all about. That's what I wanted to go out there and see if it was as good as was in those videos, and it absolutely is. It's even better. Is the Gerson miracle dying to have known and the beautiful truth are the three videos that we uh, that we publish, and and yes, they're very powerful and uh, they're they're great publicity for the uh, for the Gerson uh, Gerson therapy, um, and they're they're literally all over the world now, and they're on the internet, and uh, people can see them and, and stream them and everything. Just just look anywhere for, for the Gerson miracle, the beautiful truth, and uh, uh, dying to have known. Um, Joyce, you're. You you um, you have your own uh, radio show, a regular radio show, and it's called the Power Hour, right? At the Power Hour, three hours a day, Monday through Friday, seven to ten a.m. Central Time. We're on shortwave on radio stations, or you can go to talkstreamlive.com, talkstreamlive.com, and click right on it. And uh, yeah, we have a good time talking about these things. And we've had you and Charlotte on, and we've had people whose lives have been changed. You know, that one uh, person I want to tell you about that called me after one of the shows one day, uh, after you and Charlotte had been on, and he said, I am in so much pain, he said, I had chosen today to commit suicide. And he said, and I will commit suicide if I cannot get rid of the pain that I'm in. Forget what kind of cancer he had or what kind of problem that he had. But he was in, he was terribly in pain. I mean, I knew he was serious. And he said, "I need to know how to do a coffee enema right this minute." He said because he says it'll take away pain. I want, I need relief, or I am going to kill myself. Wow. And I said to him, "Okay." I said, "Hold on, hold on. Let me go get the book." I said, "I cannot get." He didn't have a fax machine or computer, so I said, "Let me go get the book." So I went and I read it to him. And his wife was standing there, and she was writing down all the things that she needed, the coffee, the enema bucket, you know, everything that she needed to get, uh, organic coffee. And uh, he, said, he said, my wife has gone right now to get it. And he said, if the pain isn't gone, he said, in two days I will kill myself, but I'll give myself two more days. And I was like in tears thinking, oh, my gosh, this poor guy, you know. So I overnighted the book to him just in case and then waited to hear from him. And he called me back a week later, and he said, I have never experienced anything in my life like that. He said it took three days. He said at the second day, the first day, the pain was going down. Second day, pain was going down. Third day, he said, I didn't even need my pain medicine. And he said, I am not going to commit suicide, and I have started the Gerson program. Then he called me one day. And we were trying to get it orchestrated to where he could come on the program the same time as the two of you. And he was going to tell you his story about how you saved his life because he started the program. His wife started it for him at home. 
and it was working. And I mean, these are real stories. You know, this is the kind of stuff that people can't believe because we don't see anything that's good in life. But I would encourage anybody to go to Gerson.org and check this out. Uh, everything is there that you need. You don't have to buy a book. You don't have to buy anything other than the right food, the organic coffee, and the enema kit. And then you're going to be on the program. That is if you want to do it badly enough. And it's up to you. If you don't, that's your choice. You know, we're allowed to suffer in this world if we want to, but there is another way. And I just want people to know that. There is another option out there. Now, the problem with the Gulf War veterans doing this, we've had a few do it, but the majority of them say that, and it just breaks my heart, they say, but if I get better, I'll lose my compensation. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. They, they're afraid, they're afraid that they will, uh, uh lose the, the, the money that they're getting from the government that, that, uh, that literally pays them so that they can torture themselves to death. Yes, yes. And give them the drugs too. I had a guy here this weekend, a vet, Gulf War vet who was extremely sick. I've already called back three very <clears> sick <throat> for veterans today. And, and he was on about 13 different drugs. Oh. None of them which were doing anything for him other than medicating him from the the dr- problem that the previous drug caused them. They get, can you believe, they send them morphine in the mail? I, I can believe that. They want them to die. Yes, they do. They are waiting for an army to die. And that's why when you say, I'm going to commit suicide, <clears throat> you call the VA, they say, well, we can see you in about 30 days. Well, you know, if somebody if we wants can, to we can see you in about thirty days, but we'll send you we'll send you enough um, morphine right now to die. Morphine, Zoloft, Pro, uh, Prozac, Wellbutrin—they're uh, big on Respiradol and Prozac together, which I cannot believe they're putting these people on these many, many drugs. I mean, these guys are are just messed up totally. So, Gulf War II—it's even worse. And if you have your son or daughter telling you that they want to commit suicide, you better take it seriously. Because I've had too many parents come to me afterwards. And by the way, we will give away a, a free copy of Beyond Treason, which is about the Gulf War veterans problem. A free copy of Beyond Treason to any veteran. Just call us at the Power Hour, 877-GULF-VET. 877-GULF-VET. Call us and we will send you a copy at no charge of Beyond Treason and try to answer your questions as to why you're feeling the way you are and what's going on. And it's, it's, it's all about the military and what they're doing. And unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of treatment unless you decide that you're going to go through something like the Gerson program. Uh, there's been an amazing response from the uh, Scientology Clear program, believe it or not. They have had some effect. And uh, other than that, there's nothing out there for you. So there, you've got to decide that you want to do something and you want to get help and you're willing to do whatever it takes. And Joyce. there is help for you there. So I would encourage anybody to call Gerson um, or to get the book, read it, but get the videos and help educate yourself as to what it's all about. Joyce, you, you, you're a phenomenal, phenomenal person, and, and oh, my hat's off to you for what you're doing for for millions and millions of, of, of our fine young soldiers and um, who, are, who are really, really suffering. Um, I... I We'll do everything I can to encourage and support that, and, and uh, you know, and and you have my love and and respect and and friendship forever. Well, thank you so much. Um, likewise to you also. Uh, Thanks thank for you being so there much. for so many people. 
Thank you, Joyce. Thank you for being on the program. I very much appreciate it. Uh, this is The Power of Natural Healing. Uh, with Howard Strauss, and uh, next uh, next week we're we're going to be having um, Carolyn Dean, who was, by the way, coincidentally uh, at the center when you were there. Uh, we'll yeah, we'll be having Carolyn Dean on, um, and she's a, a wonderful, wonderful healer too, and very powerful woman. She's a tiny little woman, but very powerful. Uh, you'll want to hear this one. Uh, this is The Power of Natural Healing, Howard Strauss, brought to you by Gerson Health Media, gersonmedia.com. And um, I urge you to, uh, to, to listen to what Joyce uh, Riley said and uh, read her material and uh, go on her website. She is, uh, she's a, a gift to, uh, the, to humanity, not to our big corporations, though. Um, look forward to seeing you next week. And uh, until then, be well, be healthy, take care of yourself. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss. Please join us again next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until that time, have a healthy, happy week.